0: This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life.
1: So we are grateful to be here with you. Thanks for joining us again and being with us. Thanks for not going anywhere and staying connected with us. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about what we should, what we shouldn't do. And a lot of times people ask us for like list of what they should eat, what they shouldn't eat, uh, diets, if you will. We get asked that probably, you know, many, many times, several times each day, don't we?
0: Absolutely. So it's our uh, duty to provide you with good information that you can put into your mindset, sink into your heartset, hmm. then take into your lifestyle to help improve um, your longevity. Your experience mm. in life, your ability to show up and perform, if you will.
1: Yeah, and when you look at what to do or what not to do, it's important that you don't diet. Now, many people That's come right. to us and they say, I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. And they're so consumed with calories and, and how many grams and their macros and mic- micros. And that drives me nuts. I mean, I'm thinking, why are we having this conversation? It just drives me absolutely insane because... As you know, the calorie counting, or you may not know, the calorie counting philosophy has already been disproven because we all have different microbiomes and they break down food differently. So
0: we have different genetics. So yeah. people, you know, have different enzymatic processing, different detox mm-hmm. pathways, different metabolic needs. Everybody is unique. But well, one thing we do know for sure is that nutrition, nutrition, nutrition is the number one most important medical decision that you make every single day. And if you don't make that decision in the right way, it could lead you down a pathway of inflammation. And we know that inflammation is the precursor to all chronic sickness and disease. So if you can do something Mm. about becoming chronically ill or diseased, wouldn't you want to do that? Wouldn't you want to make those changes in your life? Wouldn't you want to know what that is? Well, we're here to tell you what is the number one most important medical decision that you can make every single day? What is it? And how to avoid it. It's what the, what's at the end of your fork.
1: Oh, that's so good. All right, so get ready. We're going to give you a list right now of these foods that are inflammatory. And we'll spend a lot of time teaching you on why they're inflammatory. We'll touch on it tonight or today, wherever you are. But the bottom line is these are inflammatory. And here's a list right here so prepare to take a picture of your screen right now and save it it's that important
0: so at the top of the list is sugars and artificial sweeteners we know that our diet is full of these sugars and artificial sweeteners. We've got to look at fried foods. We've got to get rid of those oxidized oils and those things that are cooked at high heat because they're already toxic to the system before they even pass your fork and get into your mouth. We also have to look at the labels. Be conscious of chemicals and other fillers like MSG, monosodium glutamate. Those are very inflammatory. So if you aren't familiar with what's on the label of what you're eating, turn that label over. Start to investigate and evaluate that. If those names are names that you don't understand, they're words that you can't pronounce or things you have no idea what they are, perhaps the signaling pathways in your body don't either. Perhaps what you're taking in is damage-associated molecular patterns and it's causing inflammation. So we've got to be aware of these processed foods, these fillers, things like MSG and what's on the label. We also have to be very aware of what we drink. Is it excess caffeine? Is it excess soda? Is it excess alcohol? What is it doing to your GI tract and your body's ability to absorb nutrients? Is it tearing your system down? Is it leaching minerals out of your bones? Boy, what you drink could could be causing you ill health and increasing your system's inflammation. Then we also have to look at those genetically modified breads and grains. Boy, oh, boy. Mm. Those things can be toxic to the system, plus breads and grains are also sugars. So two double whammies right there. Then yeast, soy, and corn. And we know that corn is adulterated. It's not just corn anymore. It's high fructose corn syrup, which is one thing that's in the label of most of the things that we consume. Now, these things are inflammatory to the young and old, disease-causing all the time.
1: Now, that list was extensive, and I know what you're thinking maybe now. You're saying, well, what can I eat? What is there left? We're going to show you that, too, in just a minute. And there's, Believe it or not, there's much, much more and many more things left than what we noted for you. Now, when we look at these things as being inflammatory, one of the reasons that they're inflammatory, I used the word Damps, damage-associated molecular patterns. Can you kind of touch on what that is for people?
0: Yes. When you are taking in things that are foreign to the body, like things that are not grown out of the soil, like vegetables, or things that are grown on plants like fruits, those things are inflammatory. They're adulterated. They're damage-associated molecular patterns. So those mm-hmm. processed foods and those things that are not grown in nature Or on the land or swim in the sea, the body actually sees those as inflammatory patterns and it upregulates the immune system. So the immune system will go after it like it's a foreign invader. And Mm. we are just overrun and overwhelmed with autoimmune diseases today, chronic diseases, diseases of inflammation, type 2 diabetes, and all of these things relate back to the damage-associated molecular patterns that are in our food.
1: Yeah, and they're they're huge because like most of our inflammation today is driven by the things on that list. And just one more time, I want you to see that just so you can kind of reference it. And this is extensive. The majority of these things you see in the grocery store, don't you?
0: Well, it's what draws your attention. They're in plastic bags. They're in shiny advertising boxes. They say, good for your health. These are good for you. However, when you really investigate and you look at the labels, you find out something completely different.
1: Well, and I find it ironic that these things are usually the cheapest thing in the grocery store, too, aren't they?
0: They are. And, you know, if it's cheap, it doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy.
1: Well, no. And obviously... There are reasons why they're cheap. There are reasons why they're less priced, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. But, folks, we've got to avoid these things. There are some addictive components of these. We'll spend some time um, teaching you over the course of time why they're so addictive. Mm -hmm. But trust me, when we say they are, uh, they will drive dopamine, which is something that is what cocaine does. And they'll also drive your opioid receptors, which is something that opioid drug, drugs do. And in both cases, we know cocaine addiction and opioid addiction are hard to break without help. And can you imagine trying to break an addiction that you're encouraged to do every day? That's crazy to think about. But it's a sad, sad thing when you really understand that all of these foods that we just talked about These inflammatory foods, these things we said to avoid, these things we just showed you and told you that they will induce the immune system and cause inflammation to everybody, young and old all the time. These things that are cheaper. Why are they cheaper, you ask? It is important to understand they're cheaper because the United States government subsidizes them. Check this out. Well,
0: and what are these nine foods? It's corn. We talked about how corn is adulterated, high fructose corn syrup, corn oils, Wheat, we've got wheat that is adulterated It's sprayed with all kinds of pesticides. Soybeans, rice, beer, milk. There's also beef. We, what do we do to our beef these days? We fill them with hormones. We fill them with antibiotics. The, the peanut butters and also the sunflower oils that we consume on a regular basis. These are predominantly what make up the standard American diet. And we know that the standard American diet is very sad in how it contributes to health.
1: And it is sad because it creates disease. Now, the ironic thing, look at that one more time. You can see where the United States government pays for mm. subsidized. In other words, they support the production of all those things that we talk about that are inflammatory foods. So look at this. U.S. government subsidized foods. Now look at the inflammatory foods. See that? You see the mirror? One more time there, and one more time there. It's fascinating, isn't it? How the United States government creates diseases, and yet we are expected to be well. How can you be well in an environment that's creating and supporting diseases and giving you pharmaceutical drugs as far as the correction? It seems almost criminal, doesn't it?
0: Well, it just it, it's not conducive to vitality and long-term health. It's actually contributes to a long lifespan that's full of chronic disease.
1: So what should we eat, Dr. Michelle? There's a long list. Here it is.
0: Well, we definitely want to uh, approach what we need to do as far as missing nutrients. There are certain things that we definitely need to do. We need to put these things on board in terms of food first. Food has the missing nutrients that we need. It provides quality proteins. These are like things that have amino acids in them. We know that proteins are the building blocks of life. We need to go after clean proteins, things like organic, grass-fed, and finished free-range, and wild-caught sources of proteins. Um, wild-caught fish has healthy oils in them. We Those are essential, as well as certain amino acids are essential. We need healthy oils and fats. Olive oil, coconut oil, avocados, nuts, and seeds are good sources of healthy oil. Low-glycemic fruits, berries, blueberries, blackberries, boysenberries, cherries, pomegranates, oranges, apples, bananas, semi-ripe bananas. And then, of course, low-glycemic, Non-root, non-starchy, above-ground, non-root vegetables. These are anti-inflammatory, non-disease-causing to everyone,
1: young and old, all the time. So these are what we should eat. That's what should be at the end of your fork. That's it. So the greatest problem is at the end of your fork, and also the greatest blessing could be at the end of your fork. And I find that's fascinating because we didn't say go on a diet. We just said, here's food, now go forth and consume. That should have been one of the eleven commandments. Thou shalt consume these foods in which my hands have constructed for your health. And there we go. There's Mark's paraphrased version of commandment number 11. The idea is, though, when we consume these anti-inflammatory foods, we get better. We get more healthy. Now, it should be understood that even though we might say we need to have a good diet, we're still going to understand that there are these things called missing nutrients. Now, these would be things like vitamins and minerals that we might get. And there are certain things that are missing from the system, right?
0: Well, yes. 100% of the time, people who are not supplementing or they're not eating a good nutritional protocol are definitely deficient in a few things. And at the top of the list, one of those nutrients is vitamin D. Vitamin D is very, very important for brain health. In fact... Vitamin D, if it becomes deficient, people get sad, called seasonal affective disorder when the sun goes behind the clouds in the wintertime. Vitamin D drops low simply because we're not exposed to the sun as much. We don't get as much conversion of vitamin D through the skin. Vitamin D drops to a suboptimal level, and the brain receives that as a signal of depression or sad, sadness, seasonal affective disorder. Vitamin D is also very important for the bones. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D is a signal to pull calcium in from the GI tract. And its buddy, vitamin K2, that's usually produced by the gut bacteria if the flora is healthy, sends that calcium to the bones instead of to the arteries that can cause heart disease. Vitamin Mm -hmm. D is also very, very important for the immune system. And especially in this climate, if we let our vitamin D drop low, it's a recipe to send us to the hospital. So we want to ensure that we have adequate vitamin D levels, or it could put our bodies in trouble.
1: It is important that we get this vitamin D, and we should understand that you can't get it from the sun all the way. Can you get some from the sun? Yes. But can you get sufficiency from the sun? The answer is no. Now, we understand that vitamin D is important. So you want to get that between about 60 and about 90 or 100 in the blood, and you're testing 25 hydroxy. D. Now, there's one more thing that we've seen that we're missing from our nutritional platform, even if we eat good, and here it is.
0: That is omega-3 fatty acids. Now, we talked about how protein is important for essential fatty acids. We've got to get good omega-3s, which are essential fatty acids, and your body doesn't make these two here specifically. EPA, eicosahectomyces, Dicosapentanoic acid and DHA, Dicosahexanoic acid. These three must be taken in from outside or we just don't have enough good oil in our system. Now, if we don't have a good balance of omega 6s to omega 3s, the system becomes inflammatory. And remember, inflammation is the precursor to all chronic sickness and disease. So, good at getting good omega 3s in your system is like changing the oil in the engine of your car. So it mm. aids cell-cell signaling, helps the cells talk to each other better, takes down inflammation. The DHA is specifically abundant in your brain. So you want to have plenty of omega-3 fatty acids so you have good, healthy cognitive function. Nobody wants to lose their mind, hmm. do they? So no. essential fatty acids do a body and a brain good.
1: Now, you need to connect with us right down there at that special link we created just for you that has all this information we just talked about inflammatory foods anti-inflammatory foods and all about this supplementation you can't get it anywhere else go right now to that special link you see right at the bottom of your screen your screen and you can get all this in our free ebook so all this we talk about for free and we want you to have that so you can use that and put it inside of your body inside of your mind inside of your your system to Bless you. You can also get connected with our brand new uh, course called Health Secrets Exposed, and we want you to have that as well. That thing has got a nice 13-session, uh, one-half-hour session platform. We want you to listen to about a half an hour a week of us teaching physical, emotional, and spiritual health, so in 13 weeks, your life will be transformed. If you scroll down further on that page using that link you see at the screen, specially created just for you, you're going to see... All the supplements we talk about right here on our programs. And we want you to have those in your bodies as well. Now, many times we get asked, like every day, well, what you guys are Christian people. What does the Bible say about health? Well, it says a lot. As a matter of fact, the thing that people need to understand is the one thing it says importantly is the body is something called the temple. What does that mean? And where does that come from? We're going to go over two scriptures before we sign off for the day with you that talk about that very thing called the temple. And it's going to answer the question, what is a temple? And how does that relate to health anyway? So why don't you read the first scripture to us, Dr. Michelle, right here it is:
0: First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says, Don't you realize that you are together are the temple of God and the spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple.
1: It's important to understand when you see that first thing there, don't you realize? And when I see that word, don't you realize? To me, it's like, Hey, don't you get this? Are you not getting this? Don't you realize? And so the idea of don't you realize that all of you, and this is talking about all of you, me, you, all of us, we are together the temple of God. That means God lives in us. He doesn't live in some far off land. In the land of never-never, the land of heaven, way, far, far, far away. He lives inside of us. He makes our home and our dwelling in us. That is scriptural. That is godly. And he lives in us. If anybody tries to destroy us, this God's temple, God is going to exact revenge. He will defend us. Whoever destroys this temple, God will destroy. Now, God's temple is holy, and we're that temple. So we understand if somebody tries to hurt God's people that God's going to defend us and, you know, God pity them. But Mm, the bottom line is, what if we destroy ourselves? What if we choose to live in a way that's destructive to our own lives, putting garbage in our lives, expecting heaven to come out? When really you put garbage in, garbage is going to come out. What goes in what is what comes out. So we need to really understand this whole dynamic. And when I think about this, it's kind of overwhelming because the Bible doesn't stop there talking about the temple. In the same chapter... 1 Corinthians chapter 3 or the same book we go forward to chapter 6 and we see this same thing mentioned again check this out 1
0: Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19:20 says do you realize that you are the body of, that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself for god bought you with a high price So you must honor God with your body.
1: We're supposed to honor God with our body. That's not a question. That's a command. So let's go through this one more time. Just think about this. Don't you realize? That's the same statement I heard before.
0: Don't you realize? Just in a little different (laughs) language. Don't you get it? Move the words
1: around a little bit. God lives in you. And you were given the Holy Spirit who lives in you by God himself. What a privilege. What an honor it is to say that mm. we are children of God. What an honor it is to say God lives in us. My goodness, we ain't not lost our minds. God lives in us. So yeah, that means that if God says, I live in you, you are no longer your own. You're God's possession. And so is this temple because you and I were bought with a price. What is that price? That was the price of the blood of Jesus. He paid for us. He died for our sins. You realize that? So we get this conclusion. It's like a therefore statement. So, so, comma, all that said, you must honor God with your body. We can't get any more clear than that, folks. Our bodies are the greatest creation in the history of mankind, history of the whole earth. The human bodies are the only thing, the only thing that's made in the image of God. And I find that just extraordinary. So we understand that to not honor this temple is to dishonor God. And we're being plain with that. And that is important. So we need to live in such a way as to honor our temple, don't we?
0: Exactly. That means uh, physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually, we need to be mindful of all of these components so that we continue to honor this temple that we live in.
1: Absolutely. And to that end, we are really, really grateful that you would choose to honor us with your presence tonight. And we want you to really be blessed Make sure that you avail yourself to the free ebook. That special link you see right at the bottom of your screen created just for you. Go right there right now and download that free ebook. Get into our course. The course is 13 one half hour sessions, six and a half hours of teaching. And we want to be a part of your life with that. So get into that course and all the supplements we talked about. In any of our shows, there they are right at the bottom of that link. Once you scroll down through this, so you got the free ebook, the course, which is 13 weeks, and then you've got the supplements. And we just appreciate so much you being with us. Uh, it's always a good time, isn't it?
0: Always a good time. And we look forward to joining you next time here on Hope and Health.
1: That's right. For Dr. Mark
0: and Dr. Michelle.
1: We can't wait to see you next time on Hope and Health. Bye Bye for now.
0: Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.